Hey guys, Jacob here and welcome to the new episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today I have a new special guest, Bill Jacobi, a CEO and founder of ApplyPro Plus, which is the cloud, cloud-based framework to build global and retailer um, sales channel compliance. Hi, Bill. How are you? Hi, Jacob. How are you doing? Doing good. Thanks. And thanks for um, being my guest. Actually, uh, it's the second episode uh, in this uh, new 2024 year. And I'm actually really happy that today we'll have a chance to talk about very important topic, especially for Amazon seller, sellers that not so them, not so many of them actually pay attention to that. So I'm actually really, really happy. Uh, maybe we can start pretty much uh, with your introduction, Bill. If you could tell a little bit about yourself, about your background, and then we'll jump directly to Comply Pro Plus. Thanks. So uh, I was a former importer. Uh, I was importer. I imported five European baby brands into the United States at a company called Eurobaby back in early 2000s. And when 2008 came, uh, we lost financing. So I had to sell my company to another company that had five brands. So uh, for two years, I worked with importing brands, European brands into baby juvenile products, which are the highest uh, compliance requirements for the country. So uh, after uh, having lost lost the business going to that, uh, my contract was up and I started a consulting company called Jacoby Solutions to help companies around the world bring products into the United States and implement compliance programs. And we did worldwide compliance for about four to five companies that we did their worldwide for 300 products for 120 countries and had a staff of three to four people. Uh, as I did that, I became a product safety coordinator, uh, which is a person approved by the U.S. government, the Justice Department and the CPSE. And I handled two consent degrees, which meant that uh, companies either had to go out of business or hire me to implement a compliance program and monitor it for two years on behalf of the government. So having done that uh, leading up to COVID, I got a lot of information about what the government's looking for, uh, for import restrictions and, and the documentation that you needed. Uh, so post COVID, most companies had to scramble and re reinvent their businesses. So I had an earlier software program called CPSI Ready for children's products, but with, with the people dispersing to home offices and, and supply chain getting disrupted, uh, I started working on Comply Pro Plus. And this is a platform that enables people to build their compliance on a platform in the cloud on AWS. So you can sell your products in any country around the world, and then you can sell in any retailer channel. So whether you sell on Amazon, Walmart, Target, other retailers in Europe, uh, you have the ability to build the documentation once, show proof of compliance, but also uh, I built in the future-proof software. We built in uh, authorized representative access for European companies or companies selling in Europe that the European representative has access to all the data as a proxy for the government. And also I'm part of the e-file committee, uh, which the CPSC e-file proposal is coming on board and most people don't know about it yet, but uh, we're in the beta program right now in by April, the beta will end and rulemaking will start through from April through the end of the year. And what most Amazon sellers don't know this, their lives are going to get changed tremendously. Um, certificates for children's product certificates or general certificates of compliance, GCCs, were only required previously once a year. You just had to generate a current test report and once a year 
but moving forward uh, in in with between customs and CPSC, they're implementing a program so they can use AI to have forward visibility into products coming into the country. Major changes to certificates are that they'll need to be filed on every importation, and each citation will be needed to accompany that product with a current test report reference and a version of the certificate. So uh, this also expands to de minimis shipments or factories are now shipping from China or outside the US into the country. So anybody shipping will have to provide certificates also. So this is a huge change and companies are gonna have to redo the way they've done business. And the platform that I built is gonna automate that process to allow you to build your data and when you implement new product, bring product into the country, you'll be able to, to print certificates and also send file to the government. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's actually crazy that, that the person like you with such a huge knowledge and, and past and all of that experience actually right now built a software that will help so many sellers all around the world. So I would love to, to jump more into this and actually talk a little bit about the like, as you said, right, the building the documentation, like Complay Pro allows to do that, allows to build the um, all of the documentation for, um, for certificates, for, for all of your products. Um, and how did, how are um, sellers uh, doing it right now, right? So I, I just want to kind of talk about these differences. Uh, if you are a seller <laughs> selling, how are you doing it right now normally? Uh, is it like a huge mess for you that you have a lot of documents that maybe you, you need to renew them, get more certificates from from factories and so on? Or And how is it to compare to actually using the Complete Pro? Okay, until recently with Amazon, uh, by the way, Amazon is probably the lowest bar, you know, according from for all retailers and platforms uh, for compliance, and they're upping their game the last year, year and a half, you're asking for label, they're asking for packaging, they're asking to see tracking code information, they previously did not. But that's because of their legal liability as a platform as, as a, just being treated as a retailer like Walmart or other major retailers. Mm -hmm. So most People, you know, Amazon has built automated systems where they can tell you what regulations you may need and you can go get your testing. The, the problem with that is if you're going to sell into other retail channels, which, you know, now into the United States market, Timu is coming in, TikTok is a marketplace. So the retail channels are splintering. And once you build all your documentation into Amazon system, you can't use that for other systems. So what I built is, is a cloud-based system that once you build it, if anyone else needs to see it, within minutes, you can provide all the documentation that you need as proof of compliance. You know, I call it seller proof of compliance. And that protects the seller because we built checks and integrity checks into the software. So you know if a test report's gonna be expiring in the next 45 days, if you're building the citation module, that you have a current citations for the products on your test report. So it acts as insurance against if you have someone doing the work for you to make sure you can sleep better at night as an owner or executive in a company because you know that all the information is getting completed and what would actually happen i mean there are sellers right like especially people who are listening to to this podcast those are yes they are amazon sellers but nowadays uh, everyone knows that uh, you cannot just put all of your uh, eggs into the one basket you cannot just sell on amazon uh, there are sellers selling on multiple marketplaces right and you just mentioned that the files that 
you actually provide to Amazon with it, they are not sufficient to, to other platforms like TikTok. So what would happen if a seller would just start selling on other platforms um, without those documents? Well, well, first of all, you have to qualify for that. You know, so for the ease of ramping into other retail channels is the reason why we build the data in a certain way. And the technical file format folder system we built is for global sales. So you have you can create custom folders we have a we have a giving you a framework for for selling globally these are f the file structures recognized in the eu but also what you need in the us most european sellers or people selling into the us market don't realize that amazon points you to the cpsc website but doesn't tell you about policies and procedures that you you need also so if you're selling children's products for example you need a material change policy and forms for your factories you need undue influence training, which you have to provide to anybody associated with testing and a testing, a periodic testing plan. So you have to understand the products that you're testing, tracking label requirements. But most importantly, it's the incident reporting policies. And, and because product liability is a big issue in the United States market, um, there's a duty to report within 48 hours of any when you know of any incident involving the use of your product, if there's an injury accident, death, you have to have procedures and policies in place. And you know, we built a, a tracking system in Comply Pro Plus that right now in the early day, early pieces, the left hand and the right hand know what's happening. So your compliance manager, when you get incidents that are escalated for injuries or accidents, you enter them in a system and then there's a two day window there that you can, you can note that you uh, have, have looked at those incidents and the CPSC in November just started criminally prosecuting companies that failed to report or hid, hid these reports. So, you know, we're building a system that you can build your process and train your staff, whether you could be located anywhere in the world, but you understand fully the requirements that you need, not just the Amazon sending a test report and sending some images and that kind of information. It's more, it's more processes that you need you need mm -hmm. feedback processes, and um, a lot of people don't realize that. So when you have it in place for one, like a recall plan, if you go into Walmart, you already have those boxes checked. You know, quality with Target, for example, getting getting people onto Target, which I help companies get listed, um, it takes a lot more now. You need quality org charts from your factory. They don't trust the supply chain anymore, you know, because mm -hmm. And companies have to know when you go into retail channels, chargebacks are a big deal. Like you can send it back with Amazon, they don't care. But yeah. when you get scored and, and you send it back to a major retailer, you get the product deducted, but you also, it gets taken away. You don't get it back. And what happens is, you know, we, we capture that data so we can have a continuous process for corrective actions. So you, you don't wait for three months to see what's happening to that product. You, you have instant feedback, so so you know there's an issue. And rather than going through a big re rather than going through a big recall, we have the data on a granular basis to say, hey, after Chinese New Year, we have one bad batch, and we can unequivocally say that we can only recall this one batch of 600 products, a thousand products. We don't have to recall everything we sold in a year. Yeah, and, and we're and teaching people best practices. And I think it's also great, and you couldn't have it before, right? That since you track everything and you keep everything um, in a cloud, pretty much you have real-time data and dashboard functionalities. You can literally 
go uh, to the main dashboard and see everything, right? If something is not right, you get the notification. You can see it right away and react fast. And, and before, um, probably that was not possible. Oh, yeah. Everybody has the data. We built a dashboard for live data. So you can see whether the product families, the Amazon sales channels, how many products in each marketplace. You can see the test reports. You can see the factory audits that you need for going into other sales channels. You can see all your product inspections. You can see your certificates and production batches by batch level. So you can enter the tracking code. And for a small company, you can run your, your whole company's operations from product design through delivery and incident reporting all within one app. And, and mm -hmm. it's reasonably priced. And most companies, if you go into NetSuite or larger ERP systems, you're going to charge a lot of money. But you know, a lot of people just use spreadsheets or, or rudimentary tools. And where you get into problems, it's not, it, it's not good for the team. So we have task, a calendar, a scheduler, and we have a task assignment. So you can take email out of the equation and you can assign tasks on a product basis as you're developing your products. Or if you're putting information, you, you're going on vacation, you can assign tasks to other people so you, you can enjoy your vacation, not have to log into email every day and go find stuff because you can actually see the audit trail of what's getting done. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually actually really 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 cool feature. So pretty much, if you are the the brand owner, you can get one account and also add staff members. So um, there are a couple of like permission levels, so they can also not see everything, right? There's six six roles. We ha we have user roles, team user roles. We have the admin, which is the owner of the company has full delete rights. We make companies implement a compliance manager. And that person's required, everything goes to them. So they're the eyes and ears for all compliance related items. And then we have executive roles, which can only see, you can either have them read or write, but a lot of times they mess things up. So they can only see what's happening. We have uh, consultant roles. So a lot of people use consultants, whether for product design, you know, if they're putting in data, you can, you can do if you're managed, have your compliance managed by another person, we have that role. And we have the authorized representative role. And then finally, we have the team user role that, that for training that we have not built yet. That will be a, like an, a, a small company-wide site that you can literally upload your training documentation and send it to all the employees and, and being able to document that they've received training. That's 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 actually awesome. And uh, now, Bill, I, I wanted to talk about uh, CPC sorry, CPSC eFeeLink uh, that's coming in 2025. Um, it's very important and I wanted to ask you a little bit more about that, right? Because you also have it on the, your website that um, you can automate your certificate fillings. So could you tell a little bit more about it? Why is it so important also? Well, with the new proposed law, you know, every company is going to have that uh, duty to, to actually report each citation, each certificate in a digital format because PDFs can be modified and the amount of paperwork that with all the shipments coming in, the government doesn't have any insight and they're gonna start scoring companies on, have you had prior violations? Do you sell high risk high risk products? So you can imagine with AI and a profiliation of AI, all the, what the data you could do. Like if you're a great importer, never had any you know, high risk products, by filing electronically, uh, there's two components of it. There's the customs broker filing and then there's the importer record. And, and the main change that's going to happen, 
uh, which is going to affect a lot of Amazon sellers is there's going to be an attestation screen on on the form that a company representative has to under under penalty of law attest that these products are compliant. Mm -hmm. So there will be a law behind it, and, and that hasn't happened before. You know, a lot of Amazon sellers may they have a bad batch, they shut the company down, they open up a new company and start over again. That won't be possible. Uh, so the companies will have the basis of, of either going to the product registry, uploading their data in this huge spreadsheet, and then uploading each time there's, you can either have your custom broker send a shortened data set, or you can send a full message set. So understanding that you have all that data in the first place is key because it's a lot of disparate data. And with ComplyPro Plus, we built all the fields uh, ahead of time. Like I had my system built six months before the government started testing theirs. And so um, it's important that once you build your data, that there will be no extra activities that you need to do. You'll just have to, the attestation form will come up and each purchase order that you import into the country, we've, we've figured out a way to automate that. So with the creation of a purchase order, we'll be able to send, create certificates and actually send the data. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And do you think actually, I mean, you said that this, this will be basically a requirement by, by the government. Um, do you actually see it right now that more and more sellers are being aware of that or how, how does it actually work right now? Like people are not yet talking about it or are they not any yet. major, not yet? Not yet. We're, as part of the beta, we've been having meetings for a year and, and I'm on a committee with Ikea, Walmart, UPS, BV as a test lab, uh, Macy's and, and some other, other major retailers. Uh, we've been working on the understanding of how this is going to work. Now the beta is serving as an example of what works and what doesn't work. And so once that is ironed out, then there'll be a final rule and, and then there'll be feedback. And then it's anticipated that um, April 1st next year will be the implementation date. Mm -hmm. The government did say that anybody that is filing early will reduce their risk of having their containers pulled for inspection. So that is a huge benefit that we're going to be able to do this by second quarter this year, to be able to have that data up and running. So if you get in the express lane and you're sending your data in there, you're going to take yourself out of that risk of having your containers pulled for documentation, which could cost you six to $10,000, $13,000, because you get damage charges every day and, and you have to wait for that, that inspection to occur. So, and plus you don't get your products. So mm -hmm. there is a benefit. This is like an easy pass type of way of sending your data in. So uh, the government can see what's on there and, and they can see it ahead of time instead of asking you for it as previously done. Got it. Got it. So, yeah, I think it's also in your benefit to, to educate uh, sellers pretty much earlier. Right. And I think it's also great because, I mean, it's a win-win scenario. They they will save the money. You'll get probably customers. Right. Since you're actually solving such an important task that needs to be done. Um, so uh, I think those are like great, great situations. Yeah. For European um, sellers that sell on Amazon currently, you, you know, Amazon hasn't mentioned anything about this. And because you know, the CPSC uses third-party labs. You know, a lab can possibly do this for you in some instances, but, but you know, it's going to be different things for different people. Uh, we're just, you know, having been looking at this for 10 years and having had a previous beta system, uh, I saw the need for this five to six years ago. And more importantly, it's organizing your data. There, you know, it's a surprising, but not so surprising 
uh, occurrences happening on Amazon where in the quest to get ahead of other sellers, people are reporting other sellers because of non-compliant products. So they will actually buy products of competitor, test them, and if they find they're not compliant, they'll report them to the CPSC, whether it's saferproducts.gov or to Amazon and say, I, I think this product's not safe. And so it's inherent on, on each seller to be bulletproof, to know what they need. To, you, know, you can't have your factory just passing on your data. It's your responsibility to understand what you're selling. I mean, you're spending a lot of money on marketing, placement, you know, play, search ads and everything else. Why wouldn't you do the proper compliance to keep you in that position? Because if you get knocked out of that position, it's going to take you way a lot of money to get back up there if you ever get back up there. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Bill, I, I want to ask you also for a little bit more about um, like future developments and the company vision, right? So definitely this CPSC, uh, ah, sorry, CPSC e-feeling is, is it's, it's huge thing, but obviously it's not the only thing that you have in mind, right? So what um, what are the future developments that you are planning actually um, on, on Comply Pro? Uh, system. Well, there's some I can talk to because I've a patent filed, <laughs> but, but but some I I rather not at the moment. But sure. uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to have a training site for each company so they can contact all their employees and if whether they need to rework products or have a, a closed like internet type of system, just for employees that they can see that they've at least got the messaging, you know, and that's one of the things. And then the incident reporting. You know that's on the module and product registrations right now if you sell in the united states market for adorable infant and nursery goods which are products usually under marketed children two and under uh you have to have a registration card requirement so i had this in my previous uh previous cps i ready that we'll be able to take the consumer's registration data put a qr code on the registration card bring that data on the batch level into the system and this eliminates the need of having a separate database. You have to have the registration card data. So we import the registration card data, scan it, bring it in. But we'll have all the all the consumer data on the product level, which is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, to totally. So that that's that's actually great. Now, I know that the system is live. It's already used by um, customers and. Um, I'll actually talk about a little bit more later on how 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 people can start and and check it out. Obviously, um, now I wanted to talk also a little bit about our collaboration. So I know that we are pretty much working for the last few months uh, together, and uh, I'd actually very like to ask our clients like a few questions. I mean, you you have a great history in a software development on your own, like much better than I do, right? But still. Um, I would love to hear a little bit of the feedback, right? So first, maybe as the decision-making process, obviously in your whole career, you managed to work with multiple uh, software service providers like uh, like us, right? And uh, I wanted to ask you about the decision process behind it, right? So um, what made our agency uh, stand out were choosing us also as your development partner and now working also on helping you with the development of the new features of Comply Pro. Well, when building a complex app, uh, let me take a step back. You know, it took me the first time I went around, I went out and farmed it out, not knowing what I didn't know, but being a subject matter expert. 
your success depends on the knowledge and the ceiling of the knowledge of the developers that you choose. So 10 years ago, by the time I had launched my system, it was outdated. And uh, when I had it audited, there was like 12,000 lines of code and it only needed 4,000. So it wasn't really built efficiently. And because I had to throw the baby out in the bathwater, I rebuilt it three times after that, you know, going to India and I had people in Greece building it, the complex subject matter. And, and because I'm a subject matter expert, having worked in, in the field, I built every wireframe and I was able to, to portray what I wanted to build. I need, then needed the ability of the programmers to understand the logic and see where things were going, having no experience in how business works, or this is such, you know, compliance is really, it's at the bottom of the triangle. Like everybody wants to be in sales and marketing, all the fun <laughs> jobs, but all the crap falls to the bottom. So there's not a lot of people with subject matter in this field, and there's not a lot of automation to date. So finding the right partner is, is you know, finding the right spouse or girlfriend, everything else is like, you have to grow together. And so when I, went through th three developers before the person, the company that built the, built, uh, built the app and they were great people. Uh, but I had to spend a lot of time just teaching and I have a master's in project management. So, you know, project management on project, but not understanding where this could go in the future with incorporating AI, which is on the radar with, with we have on, on a module that I, I didn't talk about. Um, uh, you have to have a partner that, that has the technical knowledge and experience, not just in a singular, you know, lane, but, but you know, for API connections, exactly. You know, what I brought, what brought me to you meeting you at Prosper last year was the ability, uh, you know, we have the ability to hook up Comply Pro Plus to, to larger companies, ERP systems and creating those APIs for NetSuite, for example, Microsoft and, and Seller Cloud so as we get these bigger companies on board, aggregators and such, we, we can have that data coming right into the system. So there's less data entry, data automation. And so that's what brought, brought me to you at Prosper last year. And it, it, for an app this big, it takes months just to, just to onboard. And it's not, you can't just change overnight. You have to, there's a lot of education that goes into understanding. And luckily, since I designed every screen, Built, built it, portrayed the logic, it was easier because it cuts down on development time. And our sprints are able to be quicker. And I usually get what I need, like in the first go around or with some minor modifications. Got it. Yeah, that's that's awesome, actually, feedback. And also, yes, uh, we, we've met uh, on, a, on the Prosper show. And um, I think uh, from, from from my point of view, right, I mean, how, how we also try to market ourselves and sell and differentiate actually ourselves from, from other software companies that that nowadays, I don't think it's enough to just create like another dev shop, another software house, right? That just have developers with like multiple programming language, like 10 different technologies. I think it's it's just simply not enough. I think that today, one thing is have great developers, but then the second thing is to actually work in a specific industry niche, right? And for us, yes, those are marketplaces, uh, multiple APIs, uh, like we are fluent with this. So it just takes much faster to, to get on board on the new project um, rather than just, yes, a regular uh, software company, which is working in 100 different fields. Um, so I'm actually glad that we, we managed to click and... Uh, 
right now Rafi and and Arik are working on on your system with you and uh yeah i'm not gonna lie it, it's been challenging that in the beginning definitely to understand the the whole umbrella right basically everything about the the compliances um product co product safety compliance framework like uh as you said everyone wants to be in sales and marketing no one um really likes here the the the, the boring stuff but such an important stuff so we didn't have that much experience into it so also um we had to catch up but yeah we are working together uh so far and i actually wanted to to ask you also for the feedback on the um how, how, how to say development process overall right like how is it for you to to right now work with um rafi and and arik uh it's, it's effortless as a project manager manage multi-million dollar projects the communication the translation layer is Rafi, yeah, the project manager. He understands the business case and I can unload the data on him. I do screenshots. I mark up everything, hand it over. And then we have once a week meetings and, and we, with Jira and, and Slack, we're able to communicate without email and it works very efficiently. And I just take screenshots and mark up items where I want fields moved or built. And so it's re really been seamless and probably the biggest it's not even a frustration with anybody in this is try to understand the business use case because it's hard if you're just a coder you're an assembly line worker in one sense where you're, you're understanding you can do that you can put this or your mechanic yeah, i can put a transmission in i can i can change the tires i can do this but understanding like more about where you want to go let, let now let's build a navigation system inside the car like so it's the ability to see where we're heading. And, and that's, that's been very, you know, I've been very surprised, pleasantly surprised how quickly they've been able to get up to speed because it, it's taken us a couple months to, to go over it because it, it's taken me, you know, 10 years of having a beta working on it to transform and take two years to build that out. And, and we had to control beta that we finished because we wanted to cross the T's, dot the I's and we found some issues and, and your team was, was very good in looking looking through for best practices, you know, for possible security issues. So it's that proactive approach that I appreciate. It's not just doing. You know, a lot of companies want to rent rent a, a coder, and yeah. if you're renting that person and you spend all the money teaching them, and you don't have a support network to support you, what happens if they leave, right? And so, you know, it's been good that you guys are looking out for me and not just looking chasing the dollars. You know, a lot of people wanted me before I talked to you, you know, to take a, a resource and commit to spending X amount of dollars this month. And mm -hmm. they're just looking on the differential, how much are they going to make renting that person out? And that's not a great way to do business because, you know, commodity coding can be a commodity. It's the people that have the brain power and experience of working with big data and looking at where things are headed, not building yesterday's applications. Yeah. Totally, and a very important thing that you mentioned, right? Those uh, outsourcing companies, in the end, yes, they are all about just giving developers, putting them to the projects, and um, like the accounting manager or, or even like founder. Usually, they they don't really care what kind of projects they they work on. And for us, it's it's also very important that we also choose our clients, and in the end, we build the ecosystem of clients who are working in a similar uh, industry, as I mentioned, right? And here, it just clicks basically perfect because 
we have so many Amazon sellers agencies, vendors, um, not only on Amazon, like not 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 sellers I meant meant, but uh, agencies and multi-channel uh, marketplace sellers that basically yes, they will need to use your so software as well, right? So there's so many also opportunities to connect um, our clients with you and 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 so on, right? So that's how we also look at the at the our business. Uh, we were never <laughs> about selling developers, outsourcing developers. We are always about actually understanding the full project and seeing how this uh, in the end can create this ecosystem of of clients and then network. So I'm actually glad that also from your perspe perspective, this works like this. No, no, I, you know, for example, in the Amazon ecosystem, there's a thousand programs for inventory. You know, I built and created a niche with this framework. There's only one. And I, I'm sure there will be similar, similar competitors, but with my experience in the field as a former importer and, and having worked with the governments, you know, working with governments around the world, you know, handling worldwide compliance issues, you know, it takes that knowledge base. Anybody can build software, but building it for the way companies work, you know, the ability for now sustainability issues in Europe, you know, be able to create folders on the fly. You can't build a perfect system, but you can put the options in for a company to adapt it the way they work as a company. Some companies mm -hmm. are very simple. Other companies are more complex. But but having showed this software to Disney and to other large, you know, you know when I first showed it, the the chief counsel from Nike came up to me and said, can you build this for me? And he had just taken over. And I said, sure, you know, we could, but that's not my mission. Like I started out down this road, but that's a testament to my knowledge and subject matter expertise to create an ergonomic system that's very intuitive, easy to use, and doesn't require much care and feeding. You know, a company can get up and running in hours. You just have to upload your images. We have uploaders. And we're making it continually easier to sell, not just for Amazon, but you know, people need revenue and sales. It's monitoring all the sales channels where you sell your products. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. So yes, thanks, thanks a lot, Bill, for for this sure. uh, short interview, also for 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 testimonial for for um, honest opinion about how how we work together. It's 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 very important also for us. I will definitely uh, show this whole podcast episode to to Rafi, Arek, to our development team. Uh, we are always here to support you. I mean, we re really care about the uh, Comply Pro Plus because it. it it is already big thing and it, it can just grow, right? And and our mission for uh, Delta Logic is always to become like a full technological partner and grow with our clients. So uh, I'm, I'm really also excited that we'll meet at Prosper Show uh, this year. It's actually in what, in actually not even two months. So that's pretty soon. And, um, sorry. Time is flying. Yes. Time, Time is, is flying. flying. Exactly. So Bill, maybe uh, at the end of, for this episode, you can share how people can find you and comply pro. How can they apply? I also know that there's some promo code on the website, so maybe they can use it. Sure. Uh, we're, the website is www.complyproplus.com. And there's information, you know, from an Amazon seller to a, a mature seller selling in multiple sales channels. We have all the information there. Uh, as as Jacob mentioned, uh, we have a, a promo code, and uh, I will post a, you know, for for Jacob to put a promo code for anybody looking at this video for a special discount. If you, uh, you. schedule a demo, we will give you an extra user, which is like a six hundred dollar value. And uh, the pricing that we're putting in right now is for the new features with creating certificates 
e-filing we're still working on that because it's not finalized but but uh you know we're glad to be uh, part of the delta logic family and uh, we have a lot of work to do to educate amazon sellers because up to today people didn't realize what was happening but if you go back if you've been around since 2008 and looking at uh, cpsia when it first was introduced it's a radical change of how you handle your data how you build your data in your company so I have something that, that everybody's going to need. They just don't know it yet. Uh, and we're eager and we have plans priced from $99 a month for companies to make it very easily to make this transition. Totally. Thank you, Bill. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. And Great. We, we stay in touch. Uh, thanks sure. a lot for, for watching, for listening to everyone. And we see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you.